everybody. Welcome back to the Geriatric Millennials. I'm Beth. And I'm Jamie. And we're just two oldish, youngish ladies talking about how to protect your peace this this holiday season. Yeah. Like, ugh. I mean, I love the holidays. I'm already sad that Thanksgiving's over because that's my favorite. And honestly, this like October flew by. So it's just like, it just all meshed. And now, and now it's, we're in it. We're in it. I know. It is festive everywhere. It is songs of joy and merriment everywhere. The expectations of the holidays and all of the traditions that go with it. And it's just like, oh my gosh. It's a lot. There's a lot. It's so much. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I think especially for women, there's a lot of pressure to make the magic. Mm-hmm. Even if, like, I don't have kids, but guess what? You better be damn straight. I'm making magic for my cats. Okay. And you <laughs> might be like, Beth, that's too far. I'm like, you shut your mouth. Yeah. Okay. We already took our holiday photos together. Anyway, so, but today we're talking about protecting your peace this time of year. I mean, any time of year. Well, because there's so much additional activity on top of just everyday life. And Mm -hmm. everyday life is a lot. Yes. Everyday life is still work. It's still, you know, cleaning, cooking, like eating, like, like surviving. Yes. Um, just like daily chores and chores and care tasks that we have to just live life. Mm -hmm. And then you add on top of that. A lot of stuff. Yeah. That is time consuming. Mm-hmm. That can be fun, but also like, is it? And then um, <laughs> just, I mean, we are bombarded constantly by like, spend your money here, spend your money here, yes. spend your money here. And culturally, like there's great expectations created mm-hmm. to like do this checklist of like all these things. Yeah. And it can feel overwhelming and stressful. Well, and my senses get overloaded with all the lights and the sounds and the like. I I mean, I I mean, of course, I love holiday Christmas music. I love that kind of stuff. However, when you go into every store and it's blasting and then there's a freaking, you know, you turn a corner and there's a snowman waving at you. And then there's just like, you know, I love the little bell ringers for Salvation Army. But oh, my gosh, just hearing that. It's just like. There's too much. Yeah, it's a lot. It's too much. It's a lot. Okay, so okay. my first thing okay. is just to say no to stuff. Oh, like, nice. To, to just say no. Like, it's okay to say no to some things. Mm-hmm. Not everything is going to be a yes. Like, yeah. not everything can go on your calendar. You're not going to do everything or be everywhere. And it's totally okay to say mm-hmm. no. Like, eat to an invitation mm-hmm. or to an expectation. Yeah. I mean, Mary Kate and Ashley Olson, they, they have said before, like, no is a complete sentence. I love that. You don't need an explanation. Yeah. You don't have to say anything other than no. Yeah. It's okay to say no. So yeah. that's one way to protect, to, to help protect peace. Like if something isn't feeling right or it's just feeling like too much, then say no. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Easier said than done, but absolutely. Yeah. Okay. This one might be controversial, but just mute people on social media. Oh, so I just heard this theory. I don't even know where it's from, but basically it's the grocery theory. So if you are at the grocery store, you know how sometimes you avoid, you see that person, you know, in the distance and you're like, oh crap. And you dip and you dodge and you go into a different lane or a different aisle. That person is someone you probably shouldn't be following on social media. And I was like, oh, that's a great gauge of should I be following this person? But like if I, I saw them in real life, yeah. would I want to engage? Yeah. And if you're the, if you're like, if that, that first instinct is a, a wince or a, or a oh, I, I really don't want to, yeah. maybe not be watching their life. And I, I get it. Like 
I wish we lived in a, in a way that it was sometimes more authentic and people didn't care, but some people very much care about their followers and they, they will notice if you unfollow them and things and that can cause strife and friendships. But there's this beautiful thing called mute and mm-hmm. I can mute all your stories. I can mute your posts and we stay, we stay quote unquote friends, no hard feelings, but I don't have to see your stuff. I love that. Yeah. And sometimes this time of year, it's just a lot when you see someone we've talked about this before about how, you know, it's the highlight reels of someone's life. Yeah. And so if you're struggling or if you're just not feeling it mm-hmm. and all you're seeing is like picture perfect hallmark moments, it can be like just as daunting. Or I've also had people that um, we all know I'm a little storm cloud, but I don't like seeing storm cloud stuff all the time. I've had a mute a couple people on social media that just every post is just very angsty. Yes. It's just, it's too much. And I'm like, I'm so sorry that you're having so many struggles and drama and stuff, but like, like I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't see that you have 15 stories because honestly, the side of me that is compul- has this compulsion to like complete the story so I don't mm-hmm. have any, you know, dots. I just, I, I have to mute you now. So that has protected a lot of my peace. Good, good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> another one. This, this is one that um, I think can apply to like yourself, but just in general. And that is to reduce the expectation, Mm -hmm. lower the expectation, especially on myself. Like, so an example of that is going to a holiday party and let's say I'm going to bring something and, you know, I have this recipe that I've been wanting to make. And like, I'm, I, I feel like it's, um, I've created this expectation, like Mm -hmm. this is what I need to do, but it's creating stress because I need to like make all these arrangements and make sure I have the ingredients and make sure I have the time set aside and all that. And sometimes that just feels like too much. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say to myself and to other people, store-bought is okay. Yeah. Like let go of the expectation. Like other people don't necessarily really care or might not make a very big difference at all. And, but it could make a huge difference to me. Yes. And my time and in my stress level. And so I can, you know, go pick up that assorted cookies yeah. from the store Versus like baking them all myself or something as an example. Yeah. So yeah, lower those expectations. Kind of piggybacking on yours, like in in recent months, because there's a lot of parties and things. And I was really, I was getting anxiety before parties and stuff. And I realized because like I had had, I hadn't thought, thought it through or I hadn't planned or whatever. And then I would not have what I needed. And so that I just wouldn't go to the party. And so now sometimes I just show up empty handed and like, nine times out of 10, there's so much food, like nobody even notices. And it got me to the party. And I realized that like my close friends, I think would, and maybe this is a a whole thing, but I feel like my close friends would rather have me show up and participate in life and be with them than me freaking out that I didn't buy a bag of chips or bring sodas or something. So that has been kind of lowering that expectation on myself of just like, you know what, the expectation in in general was that I was going to come to the party. So let's just make that happen. And then that's a win. Yeah. And then if you do have the energy to, to do anything else, great. If yeah. not, you got to spend some time with your friends. So, well, and I'm not sure where that expectation has come from for you to bring something to every mm-hmm. person's house that you go to, because mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of a common theme that I've heard. Like, oh, I can't show up empty handed. Like yeah. I can't, like I have to bring something. And I get that, like as the person who hosts a lot, I really appreciate when people bring stuff mm-hmm. for sure. And especially if I've like asked them to bring yeah, yeah. something that I feel like is a little bit different, yeah. but yeah, I'm not if bringing I anything to a potluck either. You, no, yeah. If I haven't <laughs> asked you, um, but like, 
to show up like, because it's just too much and you can't get, you know, you just, it's just too much. And, and rather than letting that like prevent you from going, Mm -hmm. yes, I totally agree with you. Like just go and show up empty, empty handed. But why do we have this, this expectation? Is that like a cultural thing? I don't know that you have to bring something. I don't know. I, I, part of me feels like it's a little bit of an age thing, like a good, a good friend's got, you know, as you get older, well, bring I, something. Yeah. Maybe? And I also I think know. like, I've heard people say like, my mom taught me like oh. never to show up empty handed, yeah. like always bring something. And I think that's a good value on one hand, but at, but only if you're in a place that that is a healthy thing for you to yeah, do. Absolutely. And we're all at different levels. Yeah. Like it's okay if you don't. Yeah. Love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Ready for more? Mm-hmm. Another way? Mm-hmm. Um, boundaries. Mm-hmm. And that applies to relationships and uh, calendars. Yeah. Um, just like all of it is, I mean, that is the whole thing about protecting your peace is kind of creating that line mm-hmm. around your life, your mental, emotional well-being is a boundary. And so... I mean, that can look all different ways and and apply in so many situations, but kind of recognizing like or thinking it through maybe mm-hmm. in advance, like what you need or don't need. I don't know. Well, you know, I love sister wives. And so, yeah. you know, this isn't recent, but at many, at, at, so at like two Christmases ago, they had a, there was a lot of talk about COVID still and their family had a lot of strife over that. And there was a lot of fighting and they made a rule that you couldn't talk about politics or COVID or anything at the Christmas table. And it, it helped, it helped them again. Yeah. Do, did, do I really know if it helped them guys? No. Do I but know them? In the no, show. In the show, it, it felt like it did. That's a really good, uh, I think, thing to keep in mind that it's okay to have that boundary and to communicate that in advance mm-hmm. to the people who you're going to be gathering with, especially because there's so much division around <laughs> politics and, and all of that, that I, I think I'm going to take that advice too, to make that mm-hmm. um, clear. Like there are certain topics that are just off limits in this environment. Okay, this is a sad one. But I had to make this, I had to set this boundary or whatever. I remember one time I was going to go visit relatives for Christmas and I I told them ahead of time, like, listen, I've gained some weight. I don't need you to speak on it. Yeah. And nobody did, which was really nice. But I feel like it made it a lot safer for me to go. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it was like a health concern. You know, it was just enough because, you know, people, family doesn't see you sometimes says things and, yeah. you know, people are whatever. But, um, but yeah, I was like, oh yeah, please don't mention my weight. Yeah, Thank good you. for you. Yeah. It was not fun It's unfortunate that. that you have to say that, yeah. but good for you for saying it for yourself to protect your, to make it, do you feel like it was safer? Yes. Yeah. Totally. Protect that. Peace, baby. Yes. Okay. Okay. Do you this, have more? This, I have one more. I have a bunch more. Oh. Uh, by a bunch, I mean a, just a couple. But uh, I think it's good to establish hard outs at parties and events and phone calls. So I'm a I'm a big fan of this. So like Jamie will be like, Beth, guess what? This is your year for Friendsgiving at my house. I'll be mm-hmm. like, great. What time is it? She'll be like six to whatever. And I'm like, great. I'll be there from six to 9.32. 9.32 hits. My shoes are on. I leave. And not necessarily every time, but I give myself that hard out that as soon as this goes, I can, I'm gone. I'm gone. And so why do you do that? Um, number one, it makes me feel like I have freedom, like not to feel pressured to keep staying. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll want to stay somewhere after I'm overtired or I'm at my maximum, but I'm having fun. But it's like at any moment I'm going to 
Mm. crash crash or th- th- a lot of times I apply this to events I don't want to go to so oh. especially in the past I had to go to lots of things I didn't want to do and I couldn't say no necessarily because it was part of a job function or whatever oh, and so I'd mm-hmm. have a hard out like okay this is the minimum amount of time that I need to stay to to be to to be present appropriate mm-hmm. yes but this is my heart out and then that would give me enough to like i only have to make it till 732 right, right. or 745 or whatever and yeah. that that really helped i do the same thing with phone calls like i i have some people in my life that are when we're on the phone together it's it's great to connect but it can be challenging and my boundaries sometimes get pushed and so i'll just be like okay with this person i can do 20 minutes on the phone with them but after that it's going to probably turn into not safe territory. So I just have hard outs and it's just, it's made it really nice. You know, yeah. sometimes I even tell someone, Hey, I have a hard out at X, Y, Z. And then it makes it so it's like, Oh, she has something going on. She has to go. It's clear. It's mm-hmm. very clear, but it's like, you just don't know that. No, I'm just going home. Yeah. Like I'm just hanging up the phone and and turning on TikTok. Like yeah. that's it. But that, that has really helped me. I think that has a lot to do maybe with personality. Um, just because I, listening to you, I'm like, I've never thought about that. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, I want to stay till <laughs> till the end of time. Like I'm, I'm like, if it's a party, but if it's because yeah. you're talking about events that you don't want to be at, I guess I don't have a lot of experience with that. I'm like, yeah, I know what kind of events I want. I want to go to all the events, but I think that's really good. Like, for, like you're saying for you to know, like, and know what, and that goes to like expectations too mm-hmm. on yourself. Like, okay, I know that at this time it's done or I'm done or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's good. I, I, yeah. Do what you need to do. Do what you need to do. Protect that peace, baby. Yes. Okay. The one I want to talk about is experiencing nature. And I feel like it's more difficult in weather that is cold for me. Uh, yeah. But I cannot let that stop me from experiencing nature somewhat because getting outside, being in nature in some way, shape, or form is very helpful for me in feeling peace. Mm-hmm. And so I just have to make myself do it. How do you do that? What is your style of cold going weather? Going for uh, bundling up and going, going for a walk, getting oh, outside. Okay. Just any yeah. outside thing. Um, mainly walking though. Mainly walking. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that there are, I think that there are two winter sports that I would really love and enjoy and I've never done them. Mm-hmm. And I think that I, I, I don't know how to start and I don't know, I don't think I live in the right area to be able to do them like local, like conveniently. What, what do you want to do? Snowshoeing. Okay. And cross-country skiing. Of course. Yep. I would like to do those things, but um, that's not part of my lifestyle at this point. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, maybe I'll, maybe they will become. Oh. I need, I need friends that do that. Yeah. That I can join. Yep. That can like show me the ropes mm-hmm. and where to go and how to do it. But anyways, I'm sure there's other ways to learn and figure it out. I just it's it's more fun for you with friends. Yeah, sure. totally. But anyways, just getting out, just going for a walk mm-hmm. is is enough. Okay, I by the river, <laughs> by, by the, the river. river, getting fresh air. Okay, and being outside. Okay, I I hear you. <laughs> Still breaking in my you know brand new year old <laughs> walking shoes. <laughs> um, okay, so this this last one for me at least like. It's it's kind of a twofer, but it's like I always say oxygen mask. 
Like that's a big thing in my life is like you have to put your own oxygen mask on first because I will take care of every person, everything around me, freaking strangers while I'm parched and like, you know, dying of dehydration because I haven't had a sip of water in four days. Yeah. And so I'm always asking myself like, you know, oxygen mask. And oftentimes I'll even say, are you okay? Which I'm probably my neighbors think I'm literally this old witch lady. Cause I'm like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm not okay. And <laughs> But then I'll ask myself, what do you need right now? And I'm like, I'm really tired. I'm, and I try to just like verbally say my need yeah. in the hopes that I will take care, take of, yourself. care of myself. Yeah. yeah. Cause it, it's just so easy, you know, as someone I've, I've just, my whole life, I have been taught to take care of others. Mm-hmm. Most of my jobs in life are taking care of others. I don't have a lot of people that necessarily like turn around and like, Beth, are you okay? So I really have to train myself to take care of myself mm-hmm. um, because it's just, it's easy to lose yourself in the fray. And I don't want to get to a place of, of true burnout once again in life. Yeah. And I feel like that could happen easily during the holidays with just the pressure of, perfection and, you know, expectations that are um, unreasonable and that nobody has put on you, but yourself. So, yeah. yeah. I like that oxygen mm-hmm. mask. Oxygen mask. Yeah. I want to get an oxygen mask tattoo, like the ones that come down from the airplane, but I haven't found a cool design yet. I mean, I probably should go to a tattoo artist and not try to dry myself, but yeah. um, I've always That's wanted really to get that cool. to just remind me because it it's so present in my life. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think you should. Yeah. Anything else from you for protecting your peace? I feel like you have a good... Another a nugget of wisdom for us. Um, it's probably not wise. Oh, I like it. Have a glass of wine. Okay. <laughs> hey. Uh, I, I like that. Indulge a little bit. Well, just relax. Mm-hmm. Take a minute to relax. That's it. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, though, but this is, this is, this is good. So like n- not, not at the holidays, but in other situations, like, you know, I would take kids on youth mission trips or, or we'd be on a family trip and there's just a lot going on. Oftentimes I like to go find a quiet place just for even a half hour, just to, sh- yeah. and that helps so much to just be like, okay, I'm back in it now. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that relaxing portion is really important. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the year of the Christmas cocktail for me because Ooh. I just need it. Okay. It's been, I thought 2023 was going to be a simple year and I feel like it was a lot still. And like, now is my time to unwind. Like I get some vacation soon and I'm just ready to just like, okay, it's going to be a 1950s Beth of just having a cocktail when I come home from work and, you know, (laughs) here's to peace this holiday season to everyone. Peace out. Oh my gosh. If you're enjoying this podcast and would like to support our show, you can share episodes with your friends and family, follow us on Instagram at the Geriatric Millennials, or leave us a positive review and rating, all which help us to grow. Our theme music was created by the Finley Ghost, so check out their latest album now. Thank you so much.